We are I. How was your weekend? Well, what a loaded question. Somebody asked me this last night, um, not realizing the weekend that I had. And I stopped and I paused for a minute and thought, I don't necessarily have a week or a weekend, but just life. You know, because I wouldn't hesitate to work on a Saturday or Sunday. I wouldn't hesitate to work 10 hours a day. I wouldn't hesitate to work 24 hours a day. I wouldn't hesitate to work two different jobs or three different jobs or anything along those lines. Um, And that's just something that I've always done. And that's just a part of who I am. And I've always fought back against this Monday to Friday, nine to five concept because I was just never brought up in it growing up on a farm. So then I embarked on this story. And I told him, you know, I decided to wake up a little bit earlier on Friday morning, you know, because my morning routine is so important to me. This, this podcast is important to me, you know, going and seeing one of my really good friends, you know, working out with him. That's important to me, you know, getting in a solid workout, sitting in the sauna, sitting in the ice bath, doing all these things, very important, especially going into a weekend where I know the, the typical routine is going to get thrown off for the best possible reasons. So I switch up my workout routine a little bit a couple of days uh, previous to that. And so I'm saying there in the morning, I'm like, well, I could train back, but I'm going to train legs. I'm going to train all legs. I'm going to do something really hard, do something excruciating hard. I'm going to do something that my mind fights back against every single time that I think about. I'm going to do something so hard that, you know, even when I'm done a set or the second set or the third set, I'm going to talk myself out of doing the next one. I'm going to tell myself that I'm not going to do three or four sets. This. I'm going to find every excuse. So I come up with barbell um, plyo lunges. Plyo lunges are hard enough on their own. Dumbbell plyo lunges are hard. Barbell plyo lunges are hard because they're the bars on your back. You know, I got 100 pounds on my back trying to be explosive in a lunge. And man, my hamstrings just got crushed. My glutes just got crushed. I knew getting 10 per side in, I didn't think was going to be as tough as what it was, especially when I got to five per side. And, you know, I thought, this is not bad. I get to five and a half, six, six and a half, seven. And I realized getting to 10. I'm either going to trip on my toes and fall flat on my face with a bar on the back, or I'm just going to grind it. My legs are drifting off all over. I can't even stand. I can't jump. I can't move. But somehow I squeak out the temper side. And I think to myself, all right, this is it. You only got three more sets. So I cruise through that very unwillingly, but I get through it. Sit in the ice bath, get a nice shiver on. Nice and deep, lots of ice tanks filled full of ice. You know, Pete's got it stocked up nice and high. Sauna's already cooking. It's about 95 degrees in there. Be able to get a good sweat. All the things that I love. Get in a good conversation with him. Get back. And it's time to hit the road. Get cleaned up, ready to go. Car's already packed. Check in with the team. You know, I got to listen in the car and Mackenzie and Heather there in their car. We got Shelby, Nico, and Leah in their car. Melissa and Jordan and Cam, they're coming later on in the day. 
check, 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 check. Food's in the car. Floaties are in the car. This is going to be a great weekend. Hop on the road. And we know that we got about a seven-hour drive. We all leave by 8 o'clock. So we want to get there nice and early. We're going from Langley to Nelson, B.C. And we hit that road. And we all agree to be able to meet in a Soyuz at noon. Because, you know what? There's a great little cop shop called Junction 3. And on all the adventures that I've gone on, the couple that's there great couple we got a a pie for them from Crowsbury farms to be able to drop off just to say thanks you know thanks for everything that they've done for us over all these adventures over all these years and on top of that just to get a great coffee and an espresso a tea all the great drinks that they serve there on the way start to realize that I know adventure runs you know really deep in my veins but you know, having a community, having a group of friends where adventure runs so deep in their veins, where adventure is just thrust upon them in an uncontrollable way that they need to be able to feed that need and feed that beast, that they are willing to be able to drive seven hours to be able to seek adventure. They're willing to be able to get in their car to be able to seek adventure. They're, they're willing to be able to follow me down that path of the unknown because adventure just sparks their soul. It ignites them as a human being. It corrects all that is wrong. These people are all like that. All the people that I listed, they all have that same common connection. We will all drive to the end of the earth to be able to get there and find every experience along the way and appreciate every single one and just call it, you know, life's adventure, life's wanderlust, life's soul-filling adventures. You know, a little bit of research beforehand knowing that Nelson had these white sand beaches, but as we pull up into town, I realized that they don't just have white sand beaches. They have miles, tens of miles, miles and miles and miles of white sand beaches. Who knew? Who knew this beautiful little town in BC that's nestled in this valley with these, you know, eight, nine hundred meter mountains on either side? You know, a junction of, you know, three different highways, you know, nestled in this quaint little town that is so clean. Like I'm telling you that there's not even one pebble on the ground in this town. Every window in every business is washed. There wasn't gum on the sidewalk. There wasn't cigarette butts on the sidewalk. There wasn't a piece of garbage. There was hanging baskets that were half the size of a Volkswagen bug hanging from every light post on both sides. And I like, like no joke, like these things were massive. They had to weigh a hundred pounds. These baskets, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of flower heads on each and every single one. Brilliant colors, barely any people around squeaky clean town. You know, a little bit of old architecture from about 150 years ago. Those those brick and stone buildings that the Masons built look beautiful. One's a courthouse. The other one is another government building. couple old hotels, but immaculate, perfect condition. Beautiful buildings. Old signs from the, you know, 100 years ago, from 50 years ago. And the one thing that I said to everybody is that you could tell when every single one of these businesses was opened, from that day forward, it's been perfectly preserved. The signage, the building, the 
upholstery, everything. It's just, it's a time capsule. This town is a time capsule of when every single moment of it happened. It's absolutely stunning. Stunning. The views are stunning. The water is stunning. The beaches. You put your feet in that sand. It's like talcum powder, white sand flowing through your feet. It is stunning. You would never guess that you're not on a beach in Mexico or Central America, Cuba, anything like this. The the sand here and the look of it, just the look of the scenery, the water, the everything was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Pristine. Gorgeous. Envious. Soul-grabbing. Visually grabbing. Heart-grabbing. This place was amazing. We all get there. We all get dinner organized. We all start talking about the adventures that we are about to have. And we we walk around this town together as a big posse of, you know, 10 people. And we're like, we got this. This is going to be such a fun weekend. And we all get to bed, you know, around 10, 30, 11 o'clock on Friday night because we know that we have this hike planned for 8 o'clock in the morning. Two different stages to it. You know, to Pulpit Bluffs is the first stage, and then to Flagpole is the second. You know, we all go up this mountain together. Some of us stay at the first stage. Some of us go up to the second stage. You know, on the way back down, Nico and I, we decide to to run. And, you know, not in my mind did I think about putting my GoPro on, but we're running down. We're averaging about 12, 13 kilometers per hour on the descent. There's this hairpin corner I'm going and I'm running, not even thinking about feet slide out from underneath me, slide around this corner like I'm sliding into home plate, down across these rocks, pop up, push up, get back up, start running, and can't even believe how perfectly I pulled this bail off. All I could think of is I wish that Nico had my GoPro attached to him so he could have caught it because it would have been the most epic power slide around a hairpin corner ever. Come up to another corner, but then, you know, 600 meters down trail. Turn a corner, see a people, oh shit, tiptoeing across the edge of this trail. It's about a 20-foot drop down the outside. I feel the edges breaking underneath my feet. Get back control, keep on carrying on. Damn, that was close. Quads are starting to feel pretty fatigued. Hamstrings are ripped up and destroyed. Glutes are ripped up and destroyed from the workout the day before. I can feel, oh no, there's a toe drag, first toe drag. Can't let that happen because you start toe dragging on these rocks and these tree roots. There's nothing but stitches after that. We all get down. We all reconvene at the bottom and it's about 10 o'clock and we know that we have to, you know, get going because we have to get back in, have something to eat, have showers, get organized because, you know, we got to leave at 12 o'clock to go rafting. Rafting is about 20 minutes away. Everybody has to get their floaties ready, their gear ready, and we got to get out the door. We all get back. Everybody's just so excited that they can't they can't help but pack fast. They can't help but get ready fast. Everybody extremely organized, very efficient. Eat, shower, get ready, and we're going. Everybody pile back in the cars. We get back in the cars. We drive. It's 20 minutes away. We get to the rafting place. Some nice familiar faces from adventures about a month ago. Seeing Sam, the guide. Seeing Chris, the guy who owns the place. Guys that just like to have fun, just like to chop shit, shoot the shit, and have a good time. You know, they get the rafts, they get the kayaks, we get everybody organized, we get them down to the water, and we launch them, and here we go. We're with another German family of six in their own raft. 
you know, we got eight people in our raft, three people in kayaks, and we're headed down river. You know, floating down, hitting some of these rapids, learning how to be able to river kayak in this white water for the first time. What a great experience. And especially with some of the greatest teachers out there. You know, we get in and we get to this one spot, you know, called Elevator, and we go down and it's just a nice little bumpy ride. River's a little bit low, so it's nothing too crazy. But then we get a beach, these kayaks and these rafts, and they walk us back up river on the bank and tell us, okay, now jump in. We get to swim this, float the first time on the back. So we do, we go through these rapids on the back end. That was great. Turns out we have enough time. All right, everybody up upstream, let's do it again. This time, if you want, try water, try river swimming in this whitewater rapids. You know, when you hit the first one, you know, when you go down, make sure you take your breath because when you go up, you're getting in nothing but a mouthful of water. All right, check, check. We hop back in where I start swimming down. That first wave hits me right in the face after it hits me in the face. <gasps> take a big deep breath. Okay, I got that one. Boom, <gasps> boom, <gasps> boom. <gasps> Hit all of them absolutely perfect. There's about six, seven, eight of them. Awesome. What a great feeling to be able to hit that set perfectly and not end up with that mouth full of water, the science is full of water like I usually do. We get back in the kayaks and get back in the rafts and we head down stream a little bit. And there's this one part where they always bury the nose of the raft into the water and it floods the raft and everybody yells and has a great time. It's pretty awesome. So we decide to take the kayaks in first time we get up there. Don't quite get into it enough. Chris says the one thing is like, if you don't, it's like if you don't hit this perfectly, you are going to flip. And it's like the worst part is, is down here, it's a little shallow. So you got to make sure that you get out as quick as you can and get back on that, that kayak. Okay, no, we'll be fine. Paddle, 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 paddle. Get in there, get in there. Quick turn, lean in. Oh no, under the water. <gasps> nope, can't take that breath. That's a mouthful of water. <gasps> nope, can't take that breath. All of a sudden, that little bit of panic sets in, but they ease at the same time. Just let yourself float down. You know that you'll eventually pop up. You just got to get out of this white water. <gasps> Finally, you can take that breath, look up, and shocked how far you are downriver. Kayak, no hope. Paddles, no hope. Chris, yelling, get out of the water. Get out of the water. Swim to the shore. All right, I'm swimming. Swim over to the shore. He goes down, grabs the pals, grabs the kayaks. Perfect recovery. He applauds. You guys listen very well. Has Leah attached to his kayak, drags her back. Perfect rescue. Chris, amazing guy. We all hop back in and we float down river and we get to the very end. And we see this swing off the bridge where we, we, where we exit this river. Okay. I can't see a swing over a river with other people having fun and decide not to go down there and do this on my own. So we hop down there, hit three, four rounds on this rope swing, and then get back in the van and head up quickly, grab our gear, quickly grab our cars, because we're headed back up river about another 15 kilometers because we're going to blow up all these floaties and toss them into the river. Everybody in their cars, everybody drives. We get up to... This road that Chris told us that we needed to get out at, we get out, we blow up our floaties. We realize that one of our pumps, you know, needs a 120 outlet and we don't have one. <laughs> Blowing up these double floaties just by breath, just by power. And I found out that I can blow up a, a floaty faster than a battery powered pump. Well, who knew? Great skill to have, I guess. So we get all these floaties filled up. 
got a couple doubles and a bunch of singles and we get them in the water. And we've been in the water for about 10 minutes floating down the beautiful slow can. And all of a sudden Alyssa says to me, hey, I think that we have a hole in our floaty. Oh, great. Here we go. Okay. It's only a two hour float and we have a, a hole in it. Well, let's get you in another one. You know, get her in a, a double floaty with Melissa because she's got extra room, get everything transferred over. And I'm like, I'm going to ride this one out to the end because there's technically no room in another floaty for me. Get down river, get to the end of the float. The The joke was is seeing how high the water would be up on me by the time I got to the end. And I was aiming for nipples deep, but it was only just below my chest. But still funny because then you have Blake here floating down a river with what looks like a floaty coming out of the water with both sides, but also looks like that he's walking along the bottom of the river the whole time because I'm three quarters in the water. You just kind of have a head in the side of a floaty on either side of me floating down the river, which was quite an experience on its own. Everybody having a great time, just relaxing, 32 degrees, floating down the river, blue sky, sunshine, white sand beaches, line, the river, beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. We fit this all in, we leave at you know 7.45 in the morning to be able to go to our hike, jam-packed day, back-to-back -back activity, we get back at 7 p.m., what a great day, almost 12 hours of straight activity and adventure, of soul-filling adventure with 10 other people who just crave and love adventure and wanderlust runs through their veins as well. And that's not even the end of the night, but that's the end of part one. So until tomorrow, have a great day.